Hey everyone, and welcome to The Smell Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Boating. This week, I'd like to share with you all a beautiful short story that was written and is performed by Liv Hawker, or Haker. I'm not quite sure it's Norwegian. So I'm going to read you all a little bit about Liv so you can get to know her before we listen to her short story. So Liv Haker is a Norwegian singer-songwriter with years of stage experience. She will make you feel at ease and emotional with her clear, sensitive, chill-inducing voice. She grew up in a family surrounded by music, singing with her two sisters on stage from an early age. She sang in rock bands, big bands, choirs, vocal groups for the royal family, on TV, at the Norwegian Wood, and, and had duets with Bjorn Eilsvag and Alexander Rybach when they visited Aylesland. And I apologize for my pronunciation of all of these Norwegian words. So in 2013, the EP Slorette was released and it received critical acclaim. So Liv wrote in via email to tell us a little bit about her story, and this is what she says. Quote, my name is Liv, and I'm an acquired anosmic, parosmic, phantosmic from Norway. I lost my sense of smell about a year ago, slipping on the ice and banging my head real bad. It's been a difficult year due to the entire injury, but lately specifically because of anosmia, phantosmia, and what I believe is parosmia. It's kind of hard to tell what's what. I could go on and on about how it is, but what I really wanted to share with you is a short story I wrote. It's about what it's really like to be anosmic and phantosmic. I wrote this piece first on my Facebook page in Norwegian to try and explain to my friends and family what it's like. It's so hard for others to understand. I wouldn't either if I wasn't in my shoes. It got a lot of feedback, and so I translated it to English, and I wondered if you'd like to share it on your podcast. I guess it's a more artistic approach to the situation, trying to explain the loss of smell by using the imagined loss of certain sounds, just because I think people can relate more to that. End quote. Well, I'm very excited that Liv sent us her story. We're going to give it a listen and remember that it's told in her own words. Music. A short story by Liv Hocker. You come into the room where the orchestra is already seated on stage. They follow you with their eyes, smiling, as you walk to the front row and sit down. The musicians focus, eyes on the conductor, bows to strings, lips to mouthpieces. And they begin. You see the hairs rising on the arms of the man next to you. His face is folded in wonder, almost moved. On your other side sits a lady whose eyes are already teared up. Her cheeks quiver and she swallows hard to keep the emotions back. You look back at the orchestra, puzzled. You look and look and see them lifting their arms, gasping for air, their banks shaking in rhythm, the back of the conductor's jacket moving like a stormy ocean in front of you. But you hear nothing. Well, you do hear their breathing. You hear the fine hairs on their bows hitting the strings. You hear the fabric of their white iron shirts rubbing against the chests as their arms work frantically with the instruments. But you can't hear the tones, the frequencies, the emotions. You cannot hear the harmonies, the crescendo, the pizzicato. You can't hear the music. And therefore you feel nothing. You are stunned, numb. Where did the music go? This can't be real. This is so strange. 
Why can't I hear the music, you think? So very strange. You stare and stare at the musicians. See how hard they work. Such focused and intense eyes. Heaved eyebrows, wrinkles and skin folds shivering. Blushed skin. You know the piece they're playing by heart. You can hear the opening in your mind. The intermezzo. And you remember how it makes you feel. And you recognize that emotion in the faces of the people surrounding you. You imagine the most beautiful moment and chills suddenly cover your skin. The light from the music fills you up completely and vibrates in white all through your body. But in the same instant as you consciously register that feeling, reality catches up on you and you know it's just a memory. You didn't actually hear it. It was a glitch. Your body believed the memory and reacted to it. But it wasn't real. And the moment disappears as suddenly as it appeared and leaves you breathless on the edge of the cliff as it dissolves before your eyes. You are torn away from your thoughts by a dark, rasping tone behind you. Confused, you turn your head and seek the source of this sound, or sound, noise rather. It howls and whispers at the same time, completely unrecognizable, unidentifiable. It reminds you of a chair being dragged along the floor, but not quite. The deep horn of a cruise ship, but not exactly a cruise ship. The tiny clink of a needle dropped into a porcelain cup. Or is it the crack of an ice cube? The noise shoots through your body and brings on a strong feeling of discomfort. Anger rises in you. Who is making this noise? You turn your head from side to side but no one else seems to be bothered. They can't hear it. You want to shout at someone, but dare not raise your voice in fear of bringing shame upon yourself. But the noise is so loud, and suddenly it changes color and becomes dark green, and you lift your hands onto your ears and cover them hard to protect you, to shield your poor soul. But it doesn't go away, because the noise is inside your head inside your brain, inside you. You have created it, all by yourself without knowing it, without intention, because who would want to inflict such pain upon themselves? The crowd suddenly breaks out in applause. You look at the orchestra. They're done playing, and look at you, asking, Did you like it? How was it? It was nice, I suppose, you reply quietly, unsure. You get used to not hearing the music, just hearing all the sounds outside and surrounding it. You get used to the noise, too. Its colors shift often, from bright blue to pale pink, dark green, and sometimes pitch black. You don't think about the music as much as you did. You don't yearn for it the same way you used to. You are busy with the colors and their ever-changing mode. They become your friends somehow. They are with you every waking moment of the day from morning till the last conscious thought before you fall asleep. All right, so today is a bleak purple day. You wake up thinking sometimes. You still listen to the radio. You hear the news and the commercial breaks. You watch the music videos on YouTube and the shows on Netflix. Although everything besides the dialogue is quiet. Because you need to feel like you're still part of this world, even without the music. Your brain still needs to be fed. 
this is what living without a sense of smell is like. The music is scent. Millions and millions of different scents our amazing brain can identify and process. Anosmia is the name of the disorder. The sound of everything outside the music is the sense of taste. It's still here, the nerves to my tongue still function, but it's so small compared to what it used to be, like a stage prop, like something extra. The noise are my phantom smells. They occur in my brain because the neurons misinterpret the signals due to a malfunction in my brain caused by head trauma. Phantasmia, they named it. It can take over my life on days when the color is black. They leak out of my brain, run down my nose and drip into my coffee like red food coloring in a cup of water. They stain everything I eat or drink that day. Makes all things undrinkable, unedible and just black. So, so black. Only sleep can push them away. Pause it. Other days, the colors are almost invisible. They kind of feel like a comfort then. If an unpleasant or potentially uncomfortable situation arises, my emotions don't react the way they used to. I've kind of become more relaxed, feel more at home in my own self. And yes, there are several dreadful smells from the real world that I don't have to take in anymore, which makes it quite easy to visit a public restroom, makes it comfortable to sit on a bus with tons of other people or be at a festival and have a beer spilled all over me. And it even makes it easier to resist temptations like fresh pastry or McDonald's food. I just stroll on past the stores and don't even think about stopping. But it's also a risk. Because I can reek without knowing it. Like, does this jacket need a washing? When did I last change the bed sheets? Has the dishcloth gone sour? Did I put on deodorant today? Has this ham gone bad? Did I forget something in the stove? Has the cat peed inside? Does my breath smell bad? Is my house on fire? I don't know. I don't know. I can't hear the music, so I don't know. Thank you all for listening. You can learn more about Liv and her music online by going to her website. You can also find out more about her and her music on her Facebook page. I'll include links to both sites in the episode description. I listened to her song, Waiting For You, which is on her website, and it's also available on YouTube, and it was a very lovely song, and she has a very nice voice. So let me know what you thought about today's episode. What topics would you like to see covered in the future? If you have a story that you'd like to share, or if you'd like to be interviewed for the podcast, please email me at thesmellpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at thesmellpodcast. If you are interested in attending the Anosmia meetup that I mentioned in the last episode, it will be a dinner on Saturday, February 9th, and you can find the event on the Anosmics of the World Unite Facebook page, and I would absolutely love if you can join us next time. So far, there's three or four of us that are signed up to go. So don't forget that there's going to be another great conference, which is focused on smell and taste disorders this year, in May in Gainesville, Florida. Check out the Smell Taste 2019 website at www.smelltaste.org. Registration is open now. And don't forget, please rate, review, and subscribe to the Smell Podcast on iTunes or anywhere else that you listen. Reviews are helpful because they allow others to find the podcast. Lastly, if you would like to financially support the podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link in the episode description, and I appreciate your support. 
Until next time, I hope you have a really great day.